0: Hello and welcome to Quick Hits, a feature of Borealis Threat Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada. My name is Phil Gursky. I'm the CEO of Borealis, and I'm very pleased today to offer you the 17th episode in these short podcasts on terrorism and violent extremism. This episode will strike many as tongue-in-cheek in some ways, but it has a very serious message, I like to think. This week, one night this week. I was sitting in front of the TV, my wife was out, I decided to scan Netflix to see what was on, and I think I've mentioned in earlier podcasts or blogs that I'm a real fan of B science fiction movies. The worse the acting, the better. I just have a always liked these films. I watched them as a kid and I just can't seem to get enough of them. So as I was scanning Netflix for something to watch, I came across a movie which is entitled Iron Sky the coming race. Now, let me give you a bit of context here. This is actually a sequel of a film that was put out in 2012 called Iron Sky. And hmm, how to describe Iron Sky? Let me read the plot line for you, the plot summary from IMDb. I'll just I'll read you some extracts. I'm not making this up. In the last moments of World War II, a secret Nazi space program evaded destruction by fleeing to the, and I'm not making this up, dark side of the moon. During 70 years of utter secrecy, the Nazis construct a gigantic space fortress with a massive armada of flying saucers. Yada, yada, yada. It turns out that 70 years later, an American astronaut comes, uh, who's laying on the moon comes across this Nazi base. And, of course, that leads the Nazis to prepare to invade the Earth, so come back to our planet, and launched the arrival of the Fourth Reich. So seven years later in Iron Sky, here's the plot for Iron Sky 2, the coming race. I quote again from IMDB, 20 years after the events of Iron Sky, the former Nazi moon base has become the last refuge of mankind. Earth was devastated by a nuclear war, but buried deep under the wasteland lies a power that could save the last of humanity. Now. This power source, again, I'm not making this up, was constructed by a race called the Vril, V-R-I-L, which is described as an ancient, shape-shifting reptilian race, which has an army of dinosaurs. This is the film I watched this week, and it was interesting because it turns out that every major nefarious character, and some not-so-nefarious characters in, in the Earth's history, are all actually Vril, So, Genghis Khan was a vril, uh, Sarah Palin was a vril, Osama Bin Laden was a vril, as was Adolf Hitler. I think you know where we're going with this kind of thing. Why am I talking about really, really bad science fiction movies when it comes to a podcast on terrorism? Well, simply put, I think I have the solution for what to do with neo-Nazis. White supremacists, who we all know is a growing problem in many Western countries. Here in Canada, we have them, the United States. Of course, Germany is really dealing with uh, a huge rise or re-rise, shall I say, of people that think that Nazism was a really good idea. And we're all struggling as, what do we do with these? Do we de-radicalize them? Do we charge them? Do we counter-protest? What do we do? So here's my solution, based on Iron Sky 1 and Iron Sky 2. I think we should ship the neo-Nazis to the moon. I'm I'm not kidding. I think we should build this big spaceship, and anyone who can draw a swastika or look like a Nazi with a stupid figure mustache, should be placed on this spaceship and sent to the moon. And, you know, problem solved. No more neo-Nazis. No more protests. No more burning down of immigration centers. No anti-Semitic crimes. No anti-Islamic crimes. And we rid ourselves of a thing we don't really need anymore okay of course I, I am being facetious here right um it does cost a lot of money to ship things off of earth's gravity we're learning that a lot It's so many thousands and thousands of dollars per kilogram etc etc and i'm sure there'd be some people who would have human rights issues with putting all the neo-nazis on an aircraft on a spacecraft and shipping it off to the moon so my idea might not be the best one The whole point in in starting off this podcast with talking about shipping neo-Nazis to the moon is that we really need to do something with these people. They are proving to be a very violent bunch. And as I said, they're problematic in a whole bunch of countries. And I'm having a really hard time, and this podcast is being recorded on the 19th of February 2020. I'm having a real difficulty understanding why anyone with two neurons to rub together Anyone with any kind of intellect, any kind of thinking power would think 75 years after the end of World War II that bringing back Nazism is a good idea, right? This is the regime that was responsible not just for the Holocaust in which 6 million people, largely Jews, but also the Roma, also called gypsies, uh, mentally, uh, people with mental challenges. My own grandfather's Poland was devastated by the Nazis. The path of destruction that the Nazis were responsible for all across Europe incredible death tolls, not to mention the heinous ideology that Adolf Hitler had spawned, I'm having a real problem understanding why anybody thinks they wanna go back to that. Why anybody would even give any attention or any praise of this absolutely heinous, destructive, violent ideology. Why is it that in 2020 people are still yelling Heil Hitler and Sieg Heil and putting their arms out, you know, on a 45 degree angle with their palms outstretched? And why is it that people use these really coded language, and I'm being really facetious here, using things like 88 Eight being the eighth number, or eight rather, eighth letter of the alphabet. So the eighth letter of the alphabet, for those who are counting, is the letter H. So eighty-eight is HH or Heil Hitler. And why they think about things like the fourteen words you've all heard of, while they're talking about Rahowa, this racial holy war. This is a movement that has nothing to contribute to modern society. It is a vestige of, as I said, a regime that thankfully we collectively defeated in what May of 1945 and we were able to help Germany get beyond the Nazi regime and of course we had the, the whole Cold War in East and West Germany but the point is is that Germany became a modern state. We were able to help it rebuild with the Marshall Fund and things like that and so that Germany became part of the accepted world again and yet we have this small percentage of people who want to go back to 1933, or 35, or 37, or 39, or 40, whatever, to emulate, bring back the Nazi regime. These guys are are violent. They are disgusting in the views that they have. They're very aggressive in many cities, especially in in the, the parts of the former East Germany, where unemployment is high and there are social tensions. There's tensions over immigration. There's tensions over what many have called the uh, Islamification of Europe, which is a gross overstatement of of reality. What I think we need to do as humans, as rational beings, is we need to do everything in our power to undermine and send this ideology back to the ash heap of history where it belongs. Back in 1945, where they were utterly defeated by the West and, and its allies, I don't think we have the luxury of ignoring these goofballs anymore. I don't think we can turn a blind eye to the violence that they use. We certainly cannot ignore the symbols, whether it's the 88s or the Nazi swastika, the armbands, the hats, whatever. These guys need to be dealt with, need to be dealt with seriously. So I'm calling upon all of you, when you notice this stuff, whether it's in writing or demonstrations, to shout these jerks down because that's exactly what they they deserve this is not a freedom of speech issue this is not a freedom of demonstration issue these are individuals who want to bring back to reality a regime that resulted in the deaths of millions of people many of whom died only because of what their what faith they had or what ethnicity they had or that they had physical or mental disabilities this is not a fun bunch of guys so if we can't send these guys to the moon which is my first priority, then let us promise each other that when we come across these jerks, we will do everything in our power to not give them the space to demonstrate, not give them the space to proselytize, and not give them the space to recruit. In a perfect world, Iron Sky would be a possibility, but it's not. So I guess the onus is on us. Well, that's it for this podcast, this Quick Kits number 19. I would love to hear what you thought of my analogy of using spaceships to send neo-nazis to the moon again a little bit sort of tongue-in-cheek but there's a serious issue behind that you can leave comments on my website com. you can reach me on email borealisrisk at gmail.com on twitter at borealis saves or you can leave comments for me on linkedin or on facebook want to remind you that you can subscribe to all the content on Morialis. Simply so go to my webpage, hit the subscribe button, fill in your information, and you'll get all the content, podcasts, Today in Terrorism, other articles, other media interviews that I post there free of charge to your inbox. I'd love to hear from you. Give me some ideas on what else I can talk about. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.